everybody and welcome to daily with doc my name is becca dukes and i am excited to be able to bring to you this fantastic friday pharmacist fridays as we are here with pharmacist ben fuchs who is a natural pharmacist so more than this just that you're a nutritional pharmacist i Let like that much yeah i like I mean, that much better yeah you know, can Chemists hate the word natural. No chemist, chemist, no chemist would ever say natural because everything, you know, natural is kind of a weird word because on the one hand, everything is natural unless it comes from another galaxy somewhere. I mean, even then it's all off the periodic table. There's 90 elements or hundred elements on the periodic table and everything's derived from them. So everything's natural. But when you pull the apple off of the tree or put the berry in the tea or you know, make it usable, make the natural stuff usable, you've processed it, you've cooked it, you picked it, you've cut it, you've done something to it. So on the one hand, everything's natural. On the other hand, nothing is natural. So, you know, it's a gibberish word because it doesn't have really any meaning. But unfortunately, in our culture, there are people who get PhDs in gibberish. And you know what they're called? They're called marketers. Mar Market yeah, people who know how words sound. So when people hear the word natural in their mind, see if I, you agree with this, in their mind, they picture the herbal essence girl with the butterflies flying through her head as she runs, as she walks through the, the Garden of Eden and the trees and all the natural, you know, all the kind, gentle things that nature sort of implies. So marketers understand how words feel to people, the implication. The words that, but at the end of the day, cow manure is natural. You're not going to wash your face with cow manure. You know, arsenic and hemlock and uranium. There's all kinds of things that are natural that you're not going to want to interact with. So natural is just a meaningless word. But nutritional pharmacist, now you're talking, girl, because nutrition, nutrients are what drugs dream they could be. When prednisone goes to bed at night, it dreams it was vitamin C because nutrients are God's medicine. And at the end of the day, when you're sick or have a health challenge, it's not because you're missing a drug, it's because you're missing some kind of nutrient, even at the point of death, cells die because they're not being nutritionally supported. So nutritional pharmacists, because nutrition is the best medicine, is the way I like to, is the way I like to refer to myself. Well, and, and I would like to just add to it, folks, pharmacist Ben Fuchs, he was not Kmart material in the pharmacy where he started because he was, as a pharmacist, recommending nutrition. And I'm so excited that he did, that that kind of led him on to another path. And folks, when we start getting negative things come back at us, it's probably because there's some truth in what we're saying. And somebody doesn't like that because it doesn't meet their agenda. Well, welcome to Daily with Doc, everybody. And that is what we are all about is sharing truth with you that you're probably not going to hear anybody else say. Or there are a few out there that are saying that are continually being censored. And we just want to make sure that we shout out that you do not have to have the journey that you are on that is usually caused by nutritional deficiency. So we are here with nutritional pharmacist and pharmacist Ben Fuchs on Daily with Doc. And 
Folks, if you were referred to this program by somebody specific, make sure that you get back with them. Let them know that you plugged in and also let them know what you liked best about the program today. Now, today's program is going to be a little bit different as we are going to be fielding questions. So if you're here live with us in the Zoom, dailywithdoczoom.com, if you're watching the live stream and you're not live with us, you can come join us. And we are here right now. It's going to be uh, Tuesday, Thursdays, Fridays for sure from 12 to 1 p.m. Pacific time. So we've got Dr. Wallet coming back on with us Tuesdays and Thursdays. We've got Pharmacist Ben on Fridays, and I have other experts that are going to be joining us periodically on Mondays and Wednesdays. So make sure that you are connected with us so that you know when we're going to be live. And you can do that by going to our website, dailywithdoc.com. Sign up for our email list. And on that website, you're also going to find some of our replays, some of our favorite messages, our good foods, bad foods list that Dr. Wallach has put together, and also a store and that's presenting the products that we're talking about on our program. But again, if you were invited by somebody specific, make sure that you get back with them because they may have their own special way of ordering products and want to make sure that you stay connected with the person that cared enough to share this program with you. So pharmacist Ben, we yes. have hundreds of questions and I have I've shared a few of them with you. So are you ready to jump into some questions? Yeah, I, I am. Before, I, before we start, I, I want to say something real quickly here, especially for distributors and also for guests, but especially for distributors. You know, we talk about nutrition on the program and helping people with their health challenges. And really, at the end of the day, that's what longevity is all about, is, is helping people with health challenges. It, but in a bigger picture kind of way, I don't think we often talk enough about the fact that we're here to serve people. We are helping people at the most fundamental level there is, which is the level of good health and nutrition. And I don't, I don't think we talk about that enough, how this is a service business and we're helping change lives, change people's lives, not only with products, but also with information to help people understand that there's good news here. The God, you know, the word gospel means good news. This is the gospel of nutrition. This is the good news that you don't have to suffer with an autoimmune disease because your mother had it, because it's in your genes. You don't have to be on this prescription drug for the rest of your life because it's, there's no known cause. We have answers, we have solutions, and people are dying, literally, not figuratively, literally dying because they don't have these solutions. And I want all the distributors, all, all, all of us as distributors and, and guests as well, to understand that this is our gift to the world. This is the most beautiful thing that you could do with your life is to help people understand how their bodies work because my people perish for lack of knowledge. People are dying because our healthcare authorities are, are the blind leading the blind. They, our doctors are, and there's no knock on individual doctors, but the medical paradigm, the medical model does not serve us. And people are dying, number one, and suffering, number two. Parents are suffering because they're uh, what's happening to their kids and what's happening. The kids are suffering because of what's happening to their parents and people are suffering because of what's happening to them because they're not getting the straight scoop. They're not getting the honest answers and they're not getting the hope 
that we can give people. So I want everybody to understand as distributors that this is our gift. This is, this is the Lord's work that we're doing. And this is not, yeah, I'm a businessman. I want to make money. We all need to make money. We all need to make a living. That will come. But focus on how we can make a difference in people's lives. And longevity, the most important thing to me that longevity does is it gives us an opportunity to make a difference in the world. It's a platform, a megaphone, a microphone that we can use to help spread the word about the power and importance of a good nutritional supplement program, of good nutrition, of good diet, of all the things that we talk about in longevity. And so that's that. I, I, that we don't talk about that enough. We get into the nuts and bolts, but we don't get into the overriding philosophy. And I think that's really important. And I want to inspire everybody who's a distributor to go out and understand that you're doing God's work by going out and, and helping people understand how their bodies work and how nutritional supplementation, the longevity nutritional supplements could be used to change people's lives. Absolutely. And I'm so glad that you brought that up because that is something that I, that I share with my team that I, like you said, we don't share it enough with the community as a whole and have them realize that our purpose goes beyond us. It goes beyond the dollar, but we are here to serve others. Yeah. And I yeah. don't think that there's any greater service than helping somebody find better Reporting health. in progress. And that's our pedigree. You know, that's how Doc started it. And Doc, I see Doc on the call here. That's how Doc started it. You know, Doc saw that people were starving. People were not sick. They were starving. They were, they were called it sick, but what it really was, they were missing the key nutrients, the key mighty 90 essential nutrients that they need to run their bodies. And it was started as a mission to help people, to help change people's lives at the most basic and fundamental level there is. And then we built a business around it. But we should never forget that the core of what we're doing is a mission to help people to change people's lives at this basic level. With yeah. that being said, with that being said, let's let's rock and roll with some of these questions here. All right, let's go ahead and rock and roll. And folks, if you are here in the Zoom with us and you have questions, or if you're out on YouTube, my amazing team is going to grab those questions and bring them to our attention. But we do have a list of questions that have been emailed that we're going to be addressing first. If you're here live with us in the Zoom, use that reactions button to find the raise hand option as well, and we'll try to work those in. So Pharmacist has been, let's start from the beginning. And okay. Sharon is writing in, she says, I recently stopped taking a pharmaceutical weekly for psoriatic arthritis and skin condition for that she's had for three years. She wants to know what the half-life chemical of that chemical is and what's the effects that she should, con uh, what is the effects? And should I continue um, like a folic acid tablet? What, so what far, what's the pharmaceutical that you're referring to? It's methotrexate. Oh, okay, gotcha. Okay, so uh, methotrexate, um, usually it's given in low doses, is an incredibly toxic drug. Uh, and it can take, it can take a few days to get out of your body, two or three days. I think the half life's around 48 hours, something like that. Um, so uh, usually it's six or seven half lives to be completely eliminated out of your body. So if the half life is 48 hours, it's multiply that by six or so. That'd be a couple of weeks. Uh, it is an incredibly, incredibly toxic drug. It's chemotherapy. It works by killing things. 
it's, it's very nature, it's very mechanism of action is to kill things. In the case of rheumatoid, it kills immune cells. It's used as chemotherapy to kill cancer cells. And it is one of the most hideous drugs. There's a lot of, you know, no drug is really good for the body. And they're all toxins in the sense that the body has to utilize its detoxification enzymes and detoxification nutrients and machinery to process that drug. And sometimes people, you know, I say drugs are toxins. They're literally toxins to the body. And this is another distinction between nutrition and, and drugs. Nutrients are used by the body. Drugs are, 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 are cleared out of the body. Nutrients are, are integrated into the structural components and the, uh, and the biochemical metabolic components in order to run the body. Drugs are completely foreign and considered the enemy. Get these Satan behind me. This is what, uh, this is what the body says when it sees methotrexate or any other prescription drug. Now, and methotrexate happens to be one of the more hideous ones. Uh, it, one, of the, one of the things it does is it depletes folic acid. And so one of the ways you can mitigate some of the, and, and some of the toxicity associated with methotrexate, methotrexate involves deficiencies in folic acid. So they will give folic acid with methotrexate to mitigate some of the toxicity, uh, which is caused by the, the, um, the folate deficiencies that methotrexate causes. However, folic acid is an incredibly important nutrient and uh, she should, if she's thinking of getting off of folic acid, that's, you want to take folic acid, but beyond tangy tangerine, by the way, is a great way to get your folic acid. Uh, and so I would, I wouldn't take her off of any nutrients that she's using if she was using them for the methotrexate. As far as rheumatoid arthritis, uh, and we've said this before, but it really bears repeating, autoimmune disease, according to the medical model, is, uh, the fancy word is idiopathic. Idiopathic is a fancy way of saying, I don't know what the hell is going on. Excuse my French. I don't know what the heck is going on, right? So idiopathic, autoimmunity is considered to be idiopathic. That means that we have no idea what the heck's causing it. Usually it's because your mother had it, i.e. it's genetic, you know, that whole thing. So here's, only all you'll have to do is understand I call, what I call biologic forensics. You know, forensics is when you see symptoms or see uh, clues and you spot the, the perpetrator, or you find the perpetrator based on the clues. Well, I like to do something I call biologic forensics, which is where you see clues, i.e. symptoms, Biolo biological clues are symptoms, and then you figure things out by backtracking. It's just forensics. If you're an engineer, you call it troubleshooting. Same idea. So what's an autoimmune disease? The body attacks, you know, the immune system attacks parts of the body. So what's wrong? Why would the body, why would the immune system attack your thyroid or attack your joints or attack your pancreas or, you know, various parts of the body? Why would it do that? Oh, because the body's stupid. That's why. And that's really the, the, you know, I'm being facetious, but that's really the perspective of the medical model. Your body's just stupid. It makes, it's making a mistake. No, the body ain't stupid. It ain't making a mistake. It's got millions of years of evolution behind it. To, it's perfectly refined. So then what is the perfect reason for it to attack itself? Well, obviously it sees, we'll take the thyroid, we'll take the joints and rheumatoid arthritis, it's the joints. We'll take the connective about, tissue. About psoriatic arthritis, is that the same or similar? Yeah, psoriatic arthritis is a combination of two autoimmune diseases. And most people, most people will have multiple autoimmune diseases because it's the same real mechanism. And you'll understand that when I talk, tell you how it happens. Psoriatic arthritis is arthritis, rheumatoid arthritis, that affects the joints. That's an autoimmune disease of the connective tissue in the joints, plus psoriasis, which is an autoimmune disease where the skin cells get attacked. 
So you got skin cells being attacked and you've got uh, connective tissue cells being attacked or connective tissue being attacked, right? So you got this, those are the two. And so there are two different autoimmune diseases combined in one. You know, remember two, two, two bins in one, same idea, two, two, two diseases in one, psoriasis, and arthritis. Anyway, autoimmune disease, the joint, the immune system is attacking. Here's the part that you want to understand. And when you understand this, you, it'll make sense to you why it happens. The body or the immune system is seeing something wrong, something distorted with the skin cells or with the, the, the cartilage, the connective tissue. It's seeing something distorted. There's a distortion. So then the question becomes, what causes the distortion, right? Why is it seeing distortion? Well, it turns out that when toxicity gets into the blood, as you know, we always say all disease is cell disease. In this case, it's the disease of the cartilage cells and the, and disease, and the cartilage and the connective tissue, and then uh, the keratinocytes, the skin cells, all disease is cell disease, but this is an important but, listen to what I'm gonna say now. All disease is cell disease, but all cell disease is preceded by dirty blood. Dirty blood. The blood is the life of the body. It's from Leviticus. The blood is the life of the body. Oxygen is carried through the blood. Nutrition is carried through the blood. Toxicity is removed through the blood. And electricity is generated through the movement of blood. Everything is about the blood. All disease is cell disease, but all cell disease is preceded by dirty blood. So what is the blood relationship to autoimmune disease? Because all diseases are dirty blood. What happens is the major point of entrance into the bloodstream, there's, a, there's three points, but the major point of entrance into the bloodstream is at the level of the small intestine. The small intestine is it, it juxtaposed with the blood. And it makes sense because you eat food, you digest in your stomach, it gets broken down and the vitamins and the aminos and the fatty acids go in, the, the mighty non-essential nutrients, the minerals, et cetera, go into the blood through the intestine. So the intestine is a portal to the bloodstream. But uh, you can't have just anything going into the blood because the blood is the sacred space. The blood has to be clean, the blood has to be pure. What happens over time, as are the impacts of poor food choices, as well as nutritional deficiencies kick in, is changes in the uh, bacterial population in the intestine occur. This is a condition called dysbiosis. D-Y-S means dysfunctional, messed up. And biosis is uh, bacteria. So you have messed up bacteria. The, the small intestine is in the center of your body. The large intestine is around it. And most of the bacteria, you've all heard of the microbiome, the bacteria, that most of those live in the large intestine. The small intestine has some bacteria usually, but it, not a lot. Why? Because the small intestine is basically a nutritional broth for bacteria. There's all kinds of nutrients in the small intestine. So if you have bacteria in the small intestine, they can proliferate. They can overgrow. This is a condition called SIBO, S-I-B-O, and it's caused by ingestion of the wrong foods, nutritional deficiencies, uh, uh, ingestion of things that kill bacteria or that change the bacteria. Chlorine is a, a big problem, antibiotics are another problem. We do things in our culture that change the bacterial milieu of the intestine and result in proliferation of bacteria at the level of the small intestine. And you can rest assured, cancer, heart disease, skin problems, neurological issues, all of them, autoimmunity, 
all have this SIBO at the core. But what is the mechanism? When, when these bacteria overgrow in the small intestine, they start secreting things that cause inflammation, inflammatory reactions at the level of the intestinal wall, which is where the blood is connected. That's called leaky gut syndrome, which you all heard probably of. Leaky gut syndrome is secondary to or follows SIBO, small intestinal bacterial overgrowth. Once that bacterial wall of the, that intestinal wall expands, things enter into the bloodstream. Now, that intestinal expand, intestinal wall expansion, that leaky gut, is compounded by things like gluten and lectins in foods and, and eating the wrong kinds of foods and nutritional deficiencies. All of these compounds are create, uh, to, uh, create this leaky gut issue, toxicity enters into the bloodstream. All disease has this in common, all of this. Parkinson's disease, movement disorders, Alzheimer's issues, cancer, heart disease, skin problems, all of it has this mechanism behind it. But with autoimmunity, what happens is these, tox these toxins enter into the bloodstream and the body will protect itself from these toxins by surrounding the toxin in the bloodstream with immune cells, basically pus. You can think of pus, okay? It's a, that's a little graphic, but and it's not exactly right, but basically that's, that, that's a good way of imagining it. You have now toxins in the bloodstream that are coming from bacteria and bacterial toxins and food particles and uh, all kinds of stuff that has gotten into the intestine and, and sn snuck into the bloodstream through the leaky gut. Now you have these circulating immune complexes. They call them CICs, and doctors will check for them. And, and people who have rheumatoid will have their CICs checked. This is, this is not, I'm not making this up. This is not something that nobody knows about. Everybody knows about CICs. So these CICs float around in the bloodstream and that's the way the body protects itself. And then ultimately the body does something very logical because the body's very logical that I used to do when I was a kid. When I was a kid, I had a messy room. I used to be, that was known for having a horribly messy bedroom. And my mom would come in and you guys can all relate to this, clean your room up, young man. And I hit upon a strategy for cleaning my room in two minutes flat, no matter how messy my room was. I knew exactly how to clean my room. And in two minutes, my mom would come back and say, oh my God, what did you do? Well, of course I did what any, any uh, clever American child would do when their room was messy and they had to clean it all up. I shoved everything under the bed, right? And so my room was clean. Well, the body is just as smart. And instead of taking these CICs and, and letting these CICs float around the blood, it will shove them under the bed, except to the body under the bed is the soft tissues of the organs and the various cells and the connective tissue. And so when over the course of time, as these CICs accumulate, the body will start shoving the CICs in the thyroid and in the pancreas and in the, in the connective tissue and in the various parts of the body that to get it out of the blood, it just shoves it under the bed. Well, now you have the thyroid with all of these immune cells and immune complexes integrated into them or the connective tissue. So the body sees that correctly as an enemy and it will initiate an immune attack against these molecules. It's called molecular mimicry. And these molecules will be attacked in the thyroid. So this is the mechanism and it's a very fascinating mechanism, but you don't need to know it. This is, so if anybody ever questions it and says, oh, my doctor told me my mother had it, so I have it. Now you can tell them the mechanism. 
but you don't need to know it because if you simply change the way you eat and start working with digestive support, your, uh, your autoimmune systems will go away. And people who have autoimmunity, multiple sclerosis or rheumatoid arthritis or lupus or whatever it is, Sjogren's syndrome, whatever it is, will notice that their symptoms get worse and flare up. And they'll notice that they pay attention and do a food diary, they're flaring up when they're eating certain foods. Hmm. They'll also notice that if they stop eating, their symptoms will subside. And not occasionally, all the time. In fact, Dr. Terry Walls, who was a medical doctor, she wrote a book about it. She had multiple sclerosis, which is a, one of the most horrific, if not the most horrific of all the autoimmune diseases. She had it and she cured herself. Yes, I use the cure word because she wrote it. She wrote it in her book. It's called The Walls Protocol. And she did it by laying off gluten and by changing the way she eat and by intermittent fasting and doing all the things I'm talking about. So I gave you the mechanism. So now you know there's a mechanism. I always give you mechanisms because I always want you to know there's a mechanism behind these things, but you don't need to know it. You do a food diary, you write down all the foods, you're gonna find that you're flaring up when you're, eating, when you're eating gluten or when you're eating lectins. And by the way, there's all kinds of things in foods that we think are okay foods uh, that are problematic because they change SIBO. They, they feed the bacteria, eggplant, broccoli, avocados. These are all foods that we think, pears, apples, bananas. But these are all foods that we think of as good foods. Oh, I only eat organic. Oh, I only eat vegan. I only eat vegetarian. You could be eating avocados and you could be sparking off these kinds of reactions. So you've got to do a food diary. You got to write everything down and then you have to uh, see how you feel based on the food. Psoriatic arthritis is very good because the skin the skin uh, is the fastest moving tissue in the body next to the intestine, and you'll see results quickly. You'll notice things on the skin very quickly. So the skin is a great window to the inner, inner metabolism, to what's happening inside the body. So this, when you have psoriasis or a skin issue breaking out, sensitive, oh, sensitive skin is another common issue associated with SIBO. All skin issues are associated with SIBO, but sensitive skin is another good barometer. And then the second thing, then, so you do the food diary, you eliminate problem foods, but then you got to start working on the digestive system. And one of the coolest things about longevity products, there's a lot of really cool products and doc and Richard Renton and, and the formulators just did an incredible job. And everybody's distributing longevity formulation should be proud and just that they have this incredible selection of nutritional supplements to choose from, to handle people's health challenges. And even if they don't have health challenges, just to be uh, nutritionally to keep their nutritionally whole. So uh, the second thing is use digestive support nutrients and longevity has got a wide range of wonderful digestive support supplements. And let me give a shout out to Dr. Joanne Conway at this point, because she is a digestive system guru. She's written books on the digestive system and she knows it inside and out. So uh, she's formulated a, a wonderful product called the Ultimate Microbiome. There's the Daily Digest. There's Dr. Ariaz's liver cleanse, and the liver is part of the digestive system, as is the gallbladder. Um, of course, there's the Nightly Essence. One of my favorite, all-time favorite longevity products that doesn't get anywhere near the love it, it deserves, in my opinion. Perfect for people who deal with autoimmune diseases, for this gal on psoriatic arthritis, is the I-26. Super underappreciated. It's genius. It's a genius supplement. And, and let me just, I know we talked about it before. Let me just say it again. It is 
the, the science behind it is brilliant. So we talked about these bacteria overgrowing in the, in the intestine responsible for leaky gut and then, and then dirty blood and then all health challenges. So I-26 is a special powder. It's an egg powder that comes from eggs that were laid by chickens that were given a special kind of antigen to stimulate their immune system. They give the chickens this antigen, antigens stimulate the immune system. The immune system of the chicken is now stimulated, so it makes these powerful antibodies, natural antibiotics, uh, and then these powerful antibodies, natural antibiotics, come out in the eggs. And they powder the eggs up, they dry the eggs up, they make them powder, and they sell it. And this stuff is like a miracle. For SIBO, and it works because it kills the bacteria, the SIBO, the, the hyperproliferating bacteria in the intestine. And it tastes, it has a little benign taste, but does it I like the taste. I put it in my smoothie. I don't have an autoimmune disease. I do it anyway. It's good for everybody to do, but it's especially good for people with psoriatic arthritis or autoimmune diseases or anything, any health challenges, because they're all related to SIBO and it works to kill those excess bacteria. So don't underestimate the power and the importance of the i26 yes i'm sorry okay so with that being said i have somebody that has a reoccurring h pylori and they're wanting to know what they can do to right, keep so it. H, okay so h pylori is another thing right, so let's talk you want to talk about h pylori or is that let's yeah let's okay. talk about h pylori right. real quick so h pylori fascinating fascinating story about h pylori so back when I graduated pharmacy school, back in the old days, I'm almost embarrassed to tell you, I'm pretty old. Uh, you know, 1986, I graduated pharmacy school. The number one best-selling medicine, which we would fill 100 plus scripts a day for, was Tagamet. And then also another one called Zantac. Now you probably heard of Tagamet and Zantac these days because now you can get over the counter. Uh, but everybody was on Tagamet and Zantac, number one, number two drugs every year, Zantac and Tagamet. So what is Zantac and Tagamet? Zantac and Tagamet are drugs that suppress acid. And the reason everybody was taking Tagamet and Zantac is because people had stomach ulcers. And back then, everybody said stomach ulcers were caused by too much acid. So you just take uh, Tagamet and you take Zantac. Well, there were these two scientists in Australia, I forgot their names, and they were out there saying, wait a minute, I don't think it's the acid. It's, it turns out that, that people who have stomach ulcers also have uh, this bacteria. They also have a bacteria called H. pylori in their stomach. And they tried, to, they tried to tell everybody and nobody would listen to them because everybody knew, you know, everybody, when everybody knows something, you gotta, you gotta be a little bit careful when everybody knows something and everybody knew that it was acid that caused ulcers. So these two crazy doctors in Australia, they said, oh no, it's this bacteria. It's this H. pylori that's causing the problem. They actually, they were so frustrated to try to get this news out, nobody's listening. They actually got a big old cup filled with H. pylori and they drank it. <laughs> they drank the H. pylori just for science, in the name of science, to prove uh, to prove that it was the H. pylori. And sure enough, they drank the H. pylori. They were perfectly healthy. Next thing they know, they had stomach ulcers. And finally, the news got out that it was the H. pylori, not the Tagamet. But the great irony of this whole thing is, is H. pylori thrives 
under conditions of low stomach acid. So it wasn't the too much stomach acid that was causing the ulcers, it's too little stomach acid that was causing the ulcers. Today now, if you have an ulcer, they don't use Tagamet anymore or Zantac, what do they give you for an ulcer? They give you an antibiotic to kill H. pylori because now everybody knows it's H. pylori, not too much stomach acid. Now, taking a drug that suppresses acid or having too little stomach acid is a big problem. Nexium, Prilosec, Tagamet, Zantac, these are big problems. Deficiencies in stomach acid are also big problems. Why? Number one, we talk about H. pylori, H. pylori can thrive, but even worse, under conditions of low stomach acid, bacteria in the intestine proliferate. And one of the main causes of SIBO is low stomach acid. So if you have SIBO, one of the things you probably also have is achlorhydria or low stomach acid. And because when you have low stomach acid and excess bacteria, the, the sphincter that connects the esophagus to the stomach becomes loose and flabby. Acid is supposed to tighten the sphincter. Why? Because when you have acid in your stomach, you don't want the acid to splash back up. But under conditions of low stomach acid, the sphincter becomes loose. And then this little stomach acid that you have can splash back up. And if you have SIBO, the gases that are produced by the bacteria can force the acid up. So heartburn and gastroesophageal reflux disease is one of the, the and SIBO are the, some of the things that can happen when you have low stomach acid. So for H. pylori, what you want to do is number one, acidify the contents of the stomach. One of the all-time great longevity products, in my humble opinion, and we pharmacists, we love multifunctionality. That's what I'm always looking for. One of the reasons I love nutritional supplementation in general is because it's multifunctional. So you take, you know, you take your Beyond Tangy Tangerine because you want to help your immune system and you get better skin and you get better bones. You take your ultimate EFAs because you want to have a softer skin and you have better menstrual cycles or you have uh, your, your female health issues go away. These nutritional supplementations, multifunctional with drugs, you get you get a, a, a biochemical effect, not a, not a benefit, but a biochemical effect. And then you get side effects with nutrition. You get a benefit and then you get side benefits. So one of my favorite multifunctional longevity supplements, and it's one of the least expensive longevity supplements, multifunctional, incredibly valuable, is the ultimate enzymes. This thing is amazing. Number one, it's obviously digestive enzymes, so it's going to help you with your digestion. But did you know ultimate enzymes on an empty stomach are anti-inflammatory? They'll help you with arthritis pain or back pain or dental pain for that matter. The ultimate enzymes taken on an empty stomach will accelerate the healing of bruising and post-surgical trauma. So if you're going to go into surgery or if you're going to have plastic surgery, take your ultimate enzymes a couple of weeks before and a couple of weeks after on an empty stomach and they'll support uh, healing. They'll speed the healing process up. We talked about dirty blood and blood thickening. And by the way, one of the, one of the most notorious effects of the jab, you guys know what I'm talking about, is 
clotting of the blood and thickening of the blood, which anybody who understands how the body works could have, could have predicted, the ultimate enzymes are a natural blood thinner. They can help imp uh, improve the prognosis of people who have thromboses or, or blood clots or, or just dirt, plain old dirty blood. But of course, they're also amazing for the digestive system. And one of the reasons they're so amazing for the digestive system, in addition to the fact that they contain uh, digestive enzymes, the ultimate enzymes contain digestive enzymes, is they contain another molecule that in itself is fabulously multifunctional. And it's a little tiny, you know, if you look at the su uh, supplement facts, you might not even notice it. It's called betaine HCL, betaine hydrochloride, right? So betaine HCL is made up of two, two components, betaine and HCL. The HCL is hydrochloric acid. It acidifies the contents of the stomach for people who are dealing with H. pylori, or people who are dealing with low stomach acid, or people have SIBO secondary to low stomach acid. But in addition to the HCL, the betaine is also super valuable. The betaine is a methylating agent. So for people who are worried about methylation, issues. You know, everybody's talking about MTHFR and methylation problems. Betaine is a methylating agent. Betaine is also a source of one of nature's most important detoxifiers and anti-aging connective tissue builders for the, for the skin and for the joints and for the heart, for the blood vessels and for the fascia. And that's called, and for detoxification. And that's a molecule called glycine. Betaine is technically trimethylglycine. So it's got methyl, it's got glycine, and it's got HCL, and it's all in the ultimate enzymes, which are inexpensive and not only important for digestion, but important for, for detox, for uh, blood thin, for blood thinning, for, for uh, 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 anti-inflammatory issues, and for the healing, healing of traumas and bruises and wounds and such. And that's all in the ultimate enzymes. So she should be on the ultimate enzymes. I personally like people to take a little noni juice. I know we don't have the noni juice anymore. I'm, I'm so, I was sorry to find out, uh, but uh, I used to tell people to take a little bit of noni juice, but the, and that'll help the digestive enzymes work as well. So uh, acidification is the main strategy for H. pylori issues. Uh, I-26 might help also. By the way, H. pylori is, also, is naturally found in the body. It's just not naturally found in the stomach. All right. Wow. Yeah. Okay, folks, I hope you take notes. And if you didn't take notes, that's okay because you can find the replays for this program on our YouTube channel. Just go to Critical Health News channel on YouTube, on Rumble, also Critical Health News. On Facebook, it's Critical Health. We have all of these replays of our programming on those platforms and many, many more. So if you're on Patreon, if you're on Spotify, if you're on Amazon Music, if you are listening to even iHeart, I've got my cheat list over here. Uh, Simplecast, Castbox, Radio Public, Riverside FM, Rumble. Hello, Rumble. And even KSCO. We have Dave Michaels on with us today. Oh, Rumble. Dave Michaels is on. Hey, Dave. Yes. So yeah. Dave, he he keeps our program active on KSCO and KOMY. So I want to do a shout out to both of those listening groups and around the world and the way that you can help us get this message around the world everybody is to share this program with your friends with your family if you are a podcaster a broadcaster and you would like to get involved with us this is your call to action to reach out to us on dailywithdoc.com 
use that contact option and send myself an email and we will make sure that we get you connected with us that you also can be part of this crusade to help save the world and reduce sickness right then absolutely make the world a better place yes we want to make the world a better place well the questions are just coming in non-stop here I, I can see them on youtube i can see them here in the zoom room we've got them on rumble coming in and i have some of my co-hosts with their hands raised bringing those questions to the room so let's go ahead and get some of these questions also answered so let's first go to aj aj go ahead and unmute yourself and what questions are you bringing to pharmacist ben today Hey, Ben, uh, hey. Becca, Doc, how are you? Um, good to see you, AJ. Good to see you, Ben. It's always exciting having you on. I'm going to try and make this brief because, as Becca mentioned, there are quite a number of questions. I got a call from a woman named Betty who has MS, and she's dealing with um, potentially having a hip surgery because she's has bone-on-bone -bone stuff going on. And she is wondering what she can take uh, pre or post surgery. She's kind of convinced that she wants to have the surgery. And what can she possibly do? All right. So let's talk about let's talk about all, all that subject. Before we get into that, I want to I want to just briefly mention a subject called simplexity. Simplexi simplexity is a physics concept that addresses the complex nature, the complex forms that can be built up from the simplest building blocks. That's the term simplexity, simple complex. The simplest building blocks can lead to the most complex forms. They can plug in an equation into a computer and the computer will spin those that simple little equation around and create these massive uh, complex topographies, maps and geographies and geologies that will look like landscapes just from one equation with a couple of numbers. And in biology and in health, the same thing is true. The simplest concepts can lead to the most complex forms. And that's why you hear me repeating myself over and over and over again. And I'm sure Doc understands it too, because he's repeating himself over and over and over again, because the simplest ideas lead to the most complex forms. This is simplexity, it's a physics concept. So this gal has MS and, um, and, and uh, bone on bone, arthritis, osteoporosis, I'm not sure what, what the exact diagnosis was, and she wants to have a hip replacement. Well, the simplest forms in terms of biology that lead to the most comp, or the simplest uh, inputs that lead to the most complex outputs are the digestive system, leaky gut, uh, dirty blood, all the things with nutritional deficiencies, all these basic ideas. So MS is an autoimmune disease. I'm not going to go over the whole thing again, but you see, you see the mechanism. Autoimmune disease is stuff getting into the blood. You stop, you stop the entrance of toxicity into the blood, the immune reaction subsides. So right away, she should be doing that. Now, if she's, or she, I imagine this is an older woman. Does she say how old she is? Probably in her 60s, I imagine. Yep, thereabouts. Okay, so she's been having, she's had MS probably for 20 years or so, at least 25 years. She's probably had this, the, the, the beginnings of MS her whole life or 
at least in teenagerhood or childhood. So over time, as you have this digestive, this intestinal issue, SIBO, leaky gut, you're not going to absorb your nutrients. You're going to become starved, malnourished. You're going to be suffering from malnutrition. So of course the body is going to begin to deteriorate, thus the hip replacement, thus the bone on bone. And then she only said those two things. I'm sure there's other things too. If you start asking her, there's got to be a list of things. So first of all, all diseases sell disease. All cell diseases preceded by dirty blood. The dirty blood begins at the gut. I am guaranteeing you 100%, not because I'm psychic Ben, I'm pharmacist Ben. I'm guaranteeing you this woman has had long-standing digestive health problems for decades. Okay, is she on the call or is this, is this somebody? She's on YouTube at this point. Okay, not, send a note back, ma'am, and tell me. And, and so you can, so everybody can understand. She's had long-standing digestive health challenges. So you work on the digestive system first, everything we just talked about. Daily digest, ultimate microbiome, ultimate enzymes, um, uh, nightly essence, liver cleanse, uh, Dr. Ariaz's true to life liver cleanse. There's a zillion of them. I'm happy to go over them with you, but focus on digestive health. Do a food diary, um, uh, eliminate problem foods and, and the problem foods are your problem foods, not from the internet, what your particular problem foods are. And then you got to start, she, this is a woman who's starving, literally she's starving. So you got to start putting nutrients back into the system. Now, I'm not going to tell her about the macronutrients. We're going to talk about the micronutrients here. And there is a distinction between the two. From a micronutrient perspective, get on the healthy bone joint path. Stat. In pharmacy, we say stat. That means now, today, right away. Stat. Healthy bone and joint path. I would throw in the collagen peptides. Um, and then also, uh, let me think if there's anything else I probably MSM. It, well, I think that's part of the healthy, healthy, healthy bone and joint pack, I'm pretty sure. So, yeah, MSM is also very important. So, MSM is is ridiculously valuable for a lot of things but yes msm collagen peptides um uh, uh the fit shake whey protein is very very helpful for building tissue uh, especially especially uh building uh, connected tissue and also uh, the fit shake protein is also very important for digestive health as well so uh, i would throw in the fit shake uh, and then I'm, I'm probably missing something but all the digestive support the healthy bone and joint pack uh, and then uh, also the fit shake, I would do those as well. And then all the digestive, uh, digestive health strategy, things like food diary, and pro eliminating problem foods, et cetera. She might also want to throw the I-26 in uh, to correct SIBO issues. You demand, Ben. I, I do Thank have you. other questions, but maybe Phyllis will take care of those. Thank you. Thank you, Ben. And by the way, I should tell you this. I know you probably, I don't know if you probably know this, but before... Doc was the mineral doctor. He was the connective tissue doctor, and that's what got my attention. My attention was the pig was the pig pack. That that when I first heard him talk about the pig pack on on the tape, my my little pharmacist ears went pointing up right, really quickly because that's how I got into Doc. That's what really I said. This guy is amazing. He knows what he's talking about. So anyway, building that connective tissue. Thank you, Ben. Well, yes. Yes, and the pig pack is where I started as well. So um, very much like the pig pack. And Dave out on YouTube wants to know, how does Ben keep all this information in his brain? And You know, that's a good question. Buddy. Let me let me, let me tell you that. Let me tell you that. Biology, biochemistry is a language. 
and if you speak it, you speak it. It's like, how do you speak English? Look at all the words you know when you speak English. You don't have to think about it. You just, the words come out, they flow out of you. Biology is like that. You have to speak biology. You have to speak chemistry. And when you speak it, you're fluent in it. It all just perfectly makes sense, like syntax, like, mm -hmm. like verbs and nouns go together and predicates and, and pronouns, they all go together. They flow together. That's how biology is. And that's how biochemistry is. That's why if you're sick, you don't want to go to a doctor. You want to go to a biochemist or a, somebody who understands how the chemical reactions work, the pathways, how everything flows. So I don't have to keep it in my head because it's a syntax. It's a language. And if you understand the rules of grammar, you can understand how to make sentences. And if you understand the rules of chemistry, you can understand how everything is put together and how to work symptoms. And so that's, that, that's, it's, I'm not that smart. I'm really not that smart. I just know things like I know language. I'm fluent. All right. Well, I'm going to disagree with you as far as smartness goes, but that's all right. all right. Let's go to Phyllis before he gets before he gets to rebuttal that. And if can you take your plugs out for just a minute? Ben? Me? And you, yeah, take take your ear things out for just a minute. Folks, this program is not meant to take the place of your ah. primary care physician, nor is it to. I heard that. Treat or <laughs> prevent any disease. But folks, the FDA requires us to let you know that what I just said. Um, and pharmacist been, you know, he has, he has his thoughts on that as well. But folks, when you I, give the body what it needs, the body itself can do some amazing, yeah. amazing yeah. things. Yeah. We don't have so, to cure, you know, the, the, they don't, the government and the FDA and the regulatory agencies, they don't want you saying you're going to cure this and you're going to cure that. We don't have to talk about that. We're just going to help you feel better. They can't, they don't own feeling better. You know, diseases are brand names. I can't say Kleenex. I can say tissues. Diabetes is a brand name. The doctors own the brand names. That's their copyright. Fine. Let them have it. I got dysglycemia. I got messed up blood sugar. You can have your diabetes. I can take care of your dysglycemia. And I'm not going to cure anything because cure is magic. We're reversing. This is science. In science, you reverse. The body is going this way. You take it this way. The body can turn on a dime, but we got to turn on a dime first. And by the way, the sicker you are, the faster you turn it around. This should be the best news anybody ever hears. The, the worse your symptoms are, the faster they'll start to go away. Now, it may take longer for them to completely go away, but the beginnings will happen faster the sicker you are. The more pounds you need to lose, the faster the pounds come off. It's the last few pounds that are the hardest. The first pounds come off the quickest. The more nutritionally deficient you are, the faster your body absorbs them. Like a dry sponge sucks up more water than a wet sponge. So, you know, people who supplement all the time, they're not going to notice a Beyond Tangy Tangerine, but your neighbors and still 90% of people aren't supplementing, they're gonna notice it quickly. And that's the great gift that God gave us. That's the great gift of the human body is the sicker we are, the faster we turn it around, the more nutritionally deficient we are, the faster we absorb those nutrients. And I want everybody to understand, we're not here to cure anything, we're here to help people feel better, to reverse their health challenges, to give people hope. And you don't need to have a medical credential to give people hope and to help them feel better. That's right, amen. All right, Phyllis, go ahead. What questions do you have today? Well, hello, Ben. And AJ's right. It's always exciting when you're on. Love it. Simplexity. Always learning something. Thank you. Um, so I'll run through a, a few quick ones. Um, Olga on YouTube wants to know, is glucogel best taken on an empty stomach or with a meal? Uh I would personally say with a meal because you want some digestive juices going. 
in order to get maximum absorption of the glucogel caps. And, and by the way, since you brought the glucogel caps up, um, we're talking about multifunctionality and the glucogel caps are obviously marketed for, for joints and for arthritis, but you have a major part of the, let me just digress real quick. The body is made up of four kinds of stuff, okay? In biology, we don't say stuff. That's a, that's a colloquial word. In biology, we say tissues, okay? So the body's made up of four kinds of stuff, i.e. tissues. And if you've ever been to the bodies exhibit, have you ever seen the bodies exhibit at the museum? If yeah. you look at the bodies exhibit, if people haven't seen it, you see the body without the skin. I call that the flesh robot. And the flesh robot is the part of our body that does all the work, and then it's covered with a special kind of covering called epithelial tissue. And then the whole thing is electrified with nervous tissue. So you get the flesh robot, which is the bulk of the body. And if you go to the body museum, you can see that's a body. It doesn't look like an Indian or an Asian or an African-American or you know a, a white person or an Eskimo. It just looks like a what we all look like inside. We're all flesh robots inside. That's the part of the body that deteriorates the most when we get older. In fact, all of the things we hate about aging is the result of the deterioration of the flesh robot. The flesh robot is made up of two kinds of tissues, two kinds of stuff called muscle tissue and connective tissue. And the most important part of the body, the part of the body that pulls everything together and that feeds all of the cells is the connective tissue. The blood, by the way, is liquid connective tissue. The blood vessels are connective tissue. The heart sits on a scaffolding of connective tissue. The bones are connective tissue. The joints are connective tissue. All of the organs inside the body are wrapped around in a spider web of connective tissue called fascia. The skin underneath the surface is connective tissue. All of the things we hate about aging, the wrinkles, the fine lines, the osteoporosis, the joint pain, the joint deterioration, the heart disease, the heart problems, the vascular health issues, the prolapses, the ruptures, the hernias, everything we hate about aging is the result of the deterioration of the connective tissue. A long time ago, not 300 years ago, there was a horrible disease, actually throughout all history, there was a horrible disease up until about 300 years ago, that was the result of connective tissue deterioration. It was a horrible disease. People's teeth would fall out of their, out of their mouths, their, their bones would turn to mush, their blood vessels would explode and they would hemorrhage to death. They would have these horrible bruises and, and wounds on their skin that wouldn't heal. And this is the disease, it was a horrible disease. It was one of the leading causes of death and it caused great pain before people died. Of course, this disease was, was cured. It was, it was not cured, but they figured out how to prevent the disease and cure the disease actually in the, 1700, in the 1700s, I believe, or late 1600s by giving a little bit of oranges, giving scurvy. a little bit of limes. Correct, the disease was called scurvy, right? And uh, the British, uh, sailors used to suffer from this disease because they would eat they would eat uh, canned biscuits and smoked meats, and they didn't know anything about nutrition back then. So they, they would subsist on foods that didn't have a lot of vitamin C in them. But this one uh, British doctor noticed that when they went off to Madagascar and got off, on the, got off the boat and got off the island, started eating limes and citrus fruits from the island, boom, their scurvy would go away. So he started to do a little studying and he said, oh, there's something in this lime here, in this citrus, 
that cures scurvy. And he started giving it to all the British sailors. And the French didn't know about it. And the Portuguese didn't know about it. And the Dutch didn't know about it. And the Spanish didn't know about it. So the British became this great empire because sometimes 90% of sailors would die of scurvy. It was a horrible disease. It was keeping people from, being, from going in the ocean, from, from having naval empires. But the British figured it out. They became a great naval empire because of it. Uh, actually, ironically, the Chinese knew about it before even the British knew about it. And they were giving their sailors sprouts. But that's a whole other story. And sprouts are, are, are a very good source of vitamin C. Well, it wasn't until the early 1900s, they, they knew that there was something in citrus that was curing the scurvy, but it wasn't until the early 1900s that probably the greatest, my hero, my personal biochemical hero, and just the greatest biochemist that ever lived, a guy named Albert St. Georgie, he was doing, he was doing uh, uh, some research. He wanted to figure out what the heck is going on in these limes and in this lemons and the citrus fruit. And he found an acidic, uh, a little piece of acid that was in the oranges. And this little piece of acid seemed to have been doing the work. It was curing the scurvy. So he took this acid and he called it without scurvy acid because it helped cure scurvy. In biology or in chemistry, or in English even, the letter A means without. And in Latin, scurvy, or the derivative word of scurvy is scorbic. He called this acid ascorbic acid. And ascorbic acid was the without scurvy acid. It was the miracle that was curing connective tissue. Well, luckily today we don't have scurvy because we got we all get a little bit of uh, we all get a little bit of vitamin C. You know, we get our our vitamin C's from the RDAs. What do the RDAs stand for? Ridiculously deficient allotments. Ridiculous deficiency allowance, right? Because while we get enough vitamin C that so we don't get scurvy. We don't get enough vitamin C so we can be maximally healthy. So we can have great connective tissue. Who cares about scurvy? We want to have great connective tissue. And today we don't have scurvy anymore, but we have something else. We have subclinical scurvy. What does subclinical mean? It's not bad enough to put you in the clinic, to put you in the hospital, but it's subclinical. It's still scurvy, but it's just not bad enough. You know what the other name for subclinical scurvy has a synonym? The, sub, the other name for subclinical scurvy is aging. <laughs> aging is subclinical scurvy. Aging, all the things we hate about, about, uh, about aging, the, the bone problems and the joint problems and the gum problems and the heart problems are all scurvy. We're subclinical scurvy. So what do you do? You have to make sure that you're using your mighty 90 essential nutrients, especially the Beyond Tangy Tangerine, which if it has features, nothing else, it features super high doses of this incredibly important ascorbic acid vitamin. Now you asked me about glucogel caps. The glucogel caps provide the raw material for building the connective tissue. And the combination of your Beyond Tangy Tangerine and your glucogel caps are not only important for the joints, which we market, you know, glucogel caps market for arthritis, but for preventing ruptures and preventing hernias and protecting your, your heart and keeping your heart functioning strong. By the way, arrhythmias can be caused by defects in the connective tissue, the heart connective tissue. So for heart disease, for vascular disease, for, uh, for skin disease, for wrinkles, for fine lines, ladies, I know men too, but ladies especially, the glucogel caps should be, they should put a new label on them that says anti-wrinkle caps, anti-aging caps, because they're building the most important part of the body, the part of the body that deteriorates the most significantly 
as we age. Glucogel caps are not just for arthritis, they're for aging. They're for ruptures and hernias and heart disease and osteoporosis and for you ladies who are obsessed with taking uh, estrogen and hormone replacement therapy for your bones, vit vitamin C is the bone vitamin. It's builds the, it builds the bones. Way more important than estrogen with no toxicity and certainly Fosamax or Boniva or the, you know, the prescription drugs they give you for osteoporosis. So glucogel caps for the bones, for the blood, for the heart, for the skin, and of course, for the joints if you have arthritis and then take it with food and take it with your Beyond Tangy Tangerine. Wash your glucogel caps down with your BTT. Definitely yes. going to take more of those glucogel caps. Yeah, heck yes. And, and completely non-toxic on top of everything else. You can take the whole bottle. Completely non-toxic. It's food. Becca, I assume there's no more time for questions. Um, no, he's on a roll. So if he has no, time to roll. Uh, you know, we save him for next time. <laughs> save him for uh, next okay, time. So I, have, I do have one that I want to fit in because you're talking about ascorbic acid and how does that relate with citric acid? And if somebody Doesn't. is allergic to citric acid. Nobody's allergic to, hang on. Nobody's allergic to citric acid. That does not happen. However, there are certain components in oranges, which we didn't, we talked about last time, and citrus fruits in general, that can trigger SIBO-like reactions, particularly a molecule called histamine. Okay, citrus fruits contain histamine. You've all heard of antihistamines, right? So antihistamines help you when you have cold or when you have a, a hay fever, you take an antihistamine, right? Because it blocks histamine. Histamine is a very powerful chemical that's made by your body, that is made by bacterial cells in the intestine, especially when you have SIBO, and also found in foods like citrus, like, sea, like shellfish and uh, seafood, like avocados. They're all foods that contain histamine. So mm -hmm. if you eat oranges and break out or have sensitivity, it's likely the histamine, it's likely a histamine reaction. And so you want to make sure that you're taking care of the SIBO, addressing the SIBO. Nobody, zero people are allergic to citric, have a reaction to citric acid. It's a very benign, tiny little chemical structure that is basically it's similar to, we'll say, in fact, I should say similarly, it is, listen to what I'm going to say for this person who's allergic to citric acid or says, thinks they're allergic to citric acid. Every cell in your body, you have a hundred trillion cells in the body, every cell in the body, every living cell, every bacterial cell, every fungal cell, every cell derives its energy from citric acid via something called the citric acid cycle. Okay, you may have heard of the Krebs cycle. That's the other name for it. That, this is how we make ATP energy in the in this. I don't want to get into too much biochemistry, but we'll just say citric acid is the beginning point of the biochemical machinery that produces ATP or energy. So it's ludicrous. It doesn't even make sense for, to be allergic to citric acid because you you couldn't serve. It's, you nobody's allergic to citric acid. Put it that. Way, okay. However. <laughs> Oranges and citrus fruits, because their histamine content can trigger allergic reactions. Ascorbic acid is a completely different different molecule than citric acid. All right. Thank you so much for that. And we have so many questions, Ben, 
that I want to schedule some time really soon where we go through all these questions because I've copied them and we do shorts with the yeah. answers. Yeah, we can do one. We could do one question at a time. We'll do like a, a two minute. One question. Yes, yeah. one question at a time. And we are going to make that happen for all of you folks because we are here to serve. We are here to make sure that you get the answers to your questions so that you have more tools in your toolbox to make those decisions that need to be made when it comes to you being your own health authority. Love it. Love it. Hey, hang on. I got to say one more thing here. Shout out, shout out to the guy who's who's responsible for us all being here, Dr. Wallach. I'm looking right at Dr. you. Dr. Wallach. Dr. Wallach. Yep. Shout out to Dr. Wallach. Thank you for being on the call. Great to see you. And thank you for everything. This is your family here. We're all your family. You're you're our grandpa or pa. Thank you so much for everything you're doing. We appreciate it. Yes. You. So thank I'm you. gonna go ahead and put put him up here on the screen so that we can give him a do thank you, Dr. Wallach. I don't know. Let me get you. Let me. There you go. So you want to do a quick little message and hello, Dr. Wallach, before we say goodbye. Okay. Well, yeah, I'll throw in a hello and love everybody. Uh, thank you, Pharmacist Ben, for doing a great, great, great service. Thank you, Becca, for doing a great service. And it's one of those things where we have this flip chart, which goes into everything you just talked about. Okay. This flip chart, everybody should have this, whether they're going to build a longevity business or not, because it'll add 25 to 50 healthy years. The information will add 25 to 50 healthy years to them and their families and their friends and associates. So thank you so much, uh, Pharmacist Ben. You did a great job. Thank you, Doc. I appreciate you very All much. Right. Thank you so much. Thank someday, you, I got, someday I want to tell a story how I met Doc. We have to do that on another call. It's a great story. <laughs> yes. All right, we'll you do guys. That. All right. Well, thank you, Ben. Thank you, Doc. And if I could get my co-hosts on the screen with me, I just want to give them a thank you also, because I could not do this without them, especially with all the questions that are coming in and people coming into the room. We want to make sure that we keep this as a safe place. We want people to come in um, promptly so they're not hanging out in the waiting room um, when the meeting is going on. And also we want to make sure that we are getting this message out to all the different platforms. And, you know, folks, sometimes as you're listening to a program, things go so quickly and it's like, what did they just say? Well, we've got Marilyn to thank while you're here in the Zoom room because she has the ability to hear type and it's almost instant. Um, and so she puts that into the chat so that we can use that as a reference and it's just very helpful to me because I'm able to refer back to that chat and get the information I need for the notes on the show. So thank you, Marilyn. Thank you, Albert, from way down. They say down under, but I don't know that South Africa, the tip of it is far down under is down under, but he's still, he's far down under there, folks. We want to thank Albert for being here um, as it is late in the day for him. Thank you so much. We have Phyllis who is helping to fill the questions and also put information into the chat as well. Phyllis has been with Longevity and Dr. Wallach for over 27 years and Longevity has been in business for 27 years and they started helping and believing in Dr. Wallach's message before Longevity was Longevity. And then I also have with me my, my production manager. Now we have an executive production manager, but we have the system to the executive 
the production manager who helps us make this all happen. Um, and that is AJ. And I don't want to leave out because AJ, I mean, AJ has us on all these different platforms, folks. And I couldn't keep it straight by myself, but between the two of us, we have some pretty awesome brains that work together. So thank you, AJ. And then for the person that started getting all of this going, oh, there's two people, Jaunty, our webmaster. So if you go to dailywithdoc.com and we've got the videos there, we've got the store there, we've got um, articles there, information to teach you how to take the products, what's the difference between the different packs. That's all because of Jaunty. So I want to do a shout out to Jaunty. And then we have MZ, Michael Zerling, who got Doc on um, the radio with the Dead Doctors Don't Radio, Don't Lie Radio, which Phyllis was very instrumental. Her and Andy in MZ has just put all of this kind of um, stuff together. And that includes pharmacist Ben in our line of amazing support and upline. It's just, folks, we have such an amazing community. And I'm going to add you back in here real quick, Ben. That if you have never spoken to anybody about longevity and you just want to be part of a community with a product line that can be trusted because it works and then have this amazing support system where we can help you and support you in getting this information out to those you know, we are your team. Now, there's a lot of great teams within this community, and I want to thank all of them because I see several of the names here of some of the great coaches. But if you have not spoken to anybody, we invite you to get in contact with us. Go to dailywithdoc.com and ask to be part of this team and what you need to do in order to get involved. Ben, anything you want to add to that? No, thank you so much for what you're doing, Rebecca, Doc, Phyllis. AJ, Albert, Marilyn, everybody on the call. Dave Michaels. Is MZ on the call? You see MZ? Um, I didn't see MZ, but you know, you never know when he's gonna be listening in. Thank and you, yeah, Dave is here. Thank you, Dave. So well, we'll yep. see everybody next week. Bye, everybody. All right. Bye, everybody. Have a fantastic weekend. And until next time, don't forget to share, subscribe, and be part of a community to heal the world. My name's Becca Dukes. Bye for Bye. now.